the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't but come say, Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Contentment is also the spirit of progress that says you can move forward. You should move forward. Amen. You you are not contained as to remain in the same position. You are contained as to want what the Lord wants for you. That you won't move unless the Lord says move. You won't do it because you just want to do it. You want to do it because God wants you to do it. That is contentment. And he say, do not run after strange doctrines. It is good that your heart be settled, be established by grace. A heart that is established by grace. Look at it. Hallelujah. I love this. Wow. First Corinthians 15. This is of Paul. This is Paul. A heart that is established by grace. Yesterday we looked at an example of a people established by grace. You remember that? The Macedonian church that we looked at. Remember that? 2 Corinthians 8. Amen. Anybody remembers that? 2 Corinthians 8. Talking about those that, you know, did not have much of any material things, but they were still generous and liberal and gave gifts to people, even though they were very poor. It's only a heart that is established in the grace of God that would do that. So let's look at, no. Another example of a heart that is established in the grace of God. A heart that is established in the grace of God will increase in the things of God and will make progress in life. Will not be, you know, will not will not be a complacent heart. It will be a content heart. It will not be a covetous heart either. It will be a content, satisfied heart. Amen. First First Corinthians fifteen. First Corinthians fifteen. This is. This is an example of a heart that is established in the grace of God. And you will see that it was no, it's, it's not a complacent heart, but a content heart. So this is, this is um, Paul talking about his faith in the Lord in verse 9. It says, For I am the least of the apostles. I am the least of the apostles. 
who am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. I love that. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preach and so you believed. This is a heart that is established in the grace of God. By the grace of God, I am what I am. Whatever I have, whatever I don't have, everything is by the grace of God. Where I am, who I am, what I am, what I have, is by his grace. He says, his grace toward me is not in vain. When you have the grace of God in your life, the grace of God is active. Amen? The grace of God will put you to work. The grace of God is not passive. The grace of God is not lazy. The grace of God will put you to work. The the grace of God will move you forward. The grace of God is not pushing you to be anxious. The grace of God is not making you anxious. The grace of God is not making you covetous. But the grace of God gives you contentment. Contentment. But that contentment is great gain. You will gain with that contentment. You will go higher with that contentment. Contentment with God. Contentment in God. Contentment in the grace of God. Your heart being established in the grace of God is great gain. To move you for it, it will move you forward. Paul says, I labored more abundantly. The grace of God will put you to work. I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Basically, Paul saying, is saying here, I was the last one. I was the last one. The last of the apostles, or no, many, if you compare me with the rest of them, the 12 apostles, I don't even belong among them because. You know, I didn't follow Jesus. I was not among the twelve apostles. I came after. Meaning, I came after them. Yet, I became the first. Amen? I came after them, but I became the first. Because of the grace of God. And he said, I labored more abundantly than they all. That's not a boast. You see what he says? He said, yet not I, but the grace of God. So it's not me. The grace of God will put you to work. The grace of God is not lazy. The grace of God is active. It's powerful. The grace of God will move you forward. Let your heart be settled, be established in the grace of God. Be content in God. Be satisfied in God. Godliness with contentment. Godliness with contentment. Not the contentment of the world. You know? Actually, the people of the world don't even use the word contentment. Amen. You know? You know, you don't hear that around in the news or an unbeliever talking about it. They don't use the word contentment. Amen. It's a word that God is giving you, the word that God is giving us. And they say, godliness with contentment is great gain. Great gain. It will profit you here, it will profit you in the great beyond. Amen. Godliness with contentment. Is great gain. You have the gain in this world and you have the gain beyond this world. So it is your year of divine progress in his presence. We're going to move forward. Amen. Uh, next time we're going to look at you know an example of a heart that is not established in the grace of God.
a heart that is not established in the grace of God. We have looked at two examples of hearts that are established or founded, settled in the grace of God. The Macedonian church as an example and Paul as an example. In fact, it's only one example of Paul that we looked at. Um, it would just be appropriate to, to conclude this with, uh, with the same Paul in uh, Philippians chapter 4. So let's just uh, run this up with Philippians chapter 4. This is still on Paul. Philippians chapter 4. Again, an, another example of Paul's heart being content, being satisfied in the Lord. This is a, this is a very powerful one. Uh, verse 10. Verse 10. Philippians 4 10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Meaning you sent money. You sent gifts to me. That's what Paul is saying there. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need. It's not because I'm telling you that I was in need. Okay? Not that I speak in regard to need, but I have learned, for I have learned in whatsoever state, in whatever state I am, to be what? Content. So, oh, thank you for sending some money to me. Thank you for sending some help to me, some financial help to me. By the way, Paul would never ask. Paul would never ask. He would rather go to work. He was a tent maker. Amen. He would, he would rather suffer than to give an opportunity for somebody to be offended because of money. He will not ask. Amen. Unlike most these days. Amen. He will not ask. God is not in need of money. He's not in need of our money. Amen. <laughs> so it's, I rejoice greatly that you sent some money to me. But it's not because I needed it. I'm not talking about... Oh, I was in need. So thank you for sending it. No, no, no. Because I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. That's a heart that is established in the grace of God. Then see what follows. Verse 12, Philippians 4, 12. For I know how to be abased. This is very powerful. You need to look at this. I mean, in concerning regarding the word of the Lord to us. Divine progress in his presence. We need to understand this. You need to understand this. I know how to be abased. And I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things. I've learned both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I've learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. Everywhere in all things, I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abandon and to suffer need. What does this mean? It means whether there is meager or mega, whether there is meager or mega, is satisfied. When there is plenty, he rejoices and uses it. When there is nothing, he say, I've learned to be full. See that? I've learned both to be full and to be hungry. I've learned to be full and to be hungry. What does that mean? I've learned to be full and to be hungry. When there is plenty, I've learned to be hungry. When there is nothing, 
have learned to be full. You see that? When there is nothing, I feel full. It's the grace of God. Amen? When there is nothing, when there is meager, I've learned to be full. I'm not disturbed. I'm not anxious. I'm not complaining. Oh, no offering, no gift. Huh? Nobody gives in the church. Huh? Nobody cares to give. Nobody cares about the rent. Nobody cares about the operations of the church. Nobody cares about my needs. Paul is saying, oh, I've learned to be full because there is nothing. I better be full. I better be satisfied. But I've also learned to be hungry when there is mega, when there is abundance. I've also learned to be hungry, meaning I will use it. Amen? There is provision. There is abundance. I've learned to be hungry. Because where if you are not hungry when there is plenty, it's going to go to waste. You better be hungry when there is plenty of food. <laughs> Amen. May the Lord teach us this kind of grace. May we learn this kind of grace. In this atmosphere, in this kind of grace, you will do well. Amen. Because you are not disturbed. Because you are not blaming anybody. Amen. Because your life does not depend on anybody. Your life depends on God. I love that. Really. Amen. Whether they give you or they don't give you. Whether they give you gifts on Christmas or not. Whether somebody that you know, would normally give you gifts on Christmas doesn't you know gifts or not, doesn't matter. You know, somebody tell, told us that you know he has learned not to expect anything from anybody. It's a good, wonderful thing. Amen. Don't expect anything from anybody. Expect everything from God. Because if you expect and they don't, then you are what? Disappointed. Because many times also people expect something from you and you disappoint them. So don't expect anything from anybody. If they do it, wonderful. Be hungry. Use it. If they don't do it, be full. Be content. Amen. Very, very important principle this year. Without that principle, we cannot progress. We cannot have divine progress in his presence. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.